Welcome to The Art of Growth, where we use the Enneagram and the best tools we can find to help you transform. So we stumbled across something we think is helpful, and we wanted to share it with you today in making this distinction between rest and restoration and going from rest to restoration. And so today, Joel Hubbard and I will be talking about that. Uh, but I am your host today, Jim Zartman. And before we get started, I want to let you know a couple things that are going on right now. You can go to our website and sign up for the next round of group coaching. And I believe we have a couple spots left for our certification process. And you can find out more about that at theartofgrowth.org. If you are newer to this world or someone just sent you this podcast, you can also take our free Enneagram test or instincts test at our website, theartofgrowth.org, as well as sign up for individual coaching or schedule a typing interview with one of us. Because when it comes to personality, the best way to get an understanding of it is to be observed by a person. Go figure. Always going to be better than any online test. So all of that is at theartofgrowth.org. That's really all I've got for you right now. Let's go ahead and jump in with this week's episode. This month we've been doing a lot on rhythms and we are in this 30-day challenge, which is really exciting. And I can't wait to hear more from folks about how this is working for you. The client of mine said to me, you know, I'm reading this book called Effortless by the same author who wrote Essentialism. And... He has this quote, and I hope I'm getting it right, but that it's um, never do more in a day than you can recover for at night. Mm. And I thought about that, that this is all part of the conversation that we are having about rest and restoration. Because what we're finding is that when she said this, I thought, that's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm I'm doing more some days and I'm, I'm starting to figure this out. Like, oh, yeah, I, I can't really gas myself out in a single day and expect that I'm going to wake up because I've had eight hours of sleep and feel great the next day. And so th this idea of making sure that you're managing your energy throughout the day, you're managing not just your time, but your energies, and that you're having periods of rest even throughout the day. And that when you go on vacation, and we were talking about this as well, Many people who end up going on vacation or having a weekend, longer weekend off or something else like that, what we end up doing sometimes is worse for us. Mm -hmm. So we don't actually rest. <laughs> like I would find myself having a glass of wine at night, which affects my sleep. But hey, you know what? It's the weekend. Who cares? Because mm -hmm. I don't really have to perform tomorrow as much. And you know what, with that, I'm going to have some, I feel like having some chocolate with that, some ice cream, you know, two of my favorite things. And I would have that and then it would be rough, right? So then I get up the next morning and I'm like, yeah, no, nah, I don't feel so bad. I work a little bit, do some stuff outside, come back in. Then I start feeling drowsy and I'm like, yeah, I need more coffee. So now I'm on my second or third cup of coffee, which affects by the time it's in the afternoon, it's affecting my sleep. Then I have another, well, it's the weekend. I have another glass of wine, right? And those sort of things started, I started seeing, again, it's having its effect on, I'm not actually resting during the weekend. And where is the part that has to do with restoration? Where I'm preparing myself for the upcoming week. And again, there were times in my life where I didn't care because I did not like what I was going to, looking forward to in the following week. So I didn't, 
I didn't think about restoration. I right. I'm not resting from work. I'm running from work. I'm running from work, man. It yeah. was totally that. And so the weekends were that, you know, it was an escape from that, you know. And I now think of it much more as, well, I need to rest. And there's that which really is inactivity. It's completely letting the body be understimulated mm. by life. And that kind of rest is not doing, which is really difficult. Very, very difficult. But doing that, I would notice even throughout the day, I would take breaks and just breathe. And the breathing, remarkably, would restore me. I would feel a bump back up in energy. Like, okay, I'm, get, I'm getting too wound up or I'm crashing after several phone calls or several, you know, Zoom calls with clients. Then breathe. Breathe in. Breathe out. Finding myself, okay, I did that for five minutes. How do I feel? Much better. Much better. So that's just rest. And then having a day where at least once a week where there's not much activity and less stimulation. So for us, it's Sundays, you know, and we've decided to have virtually almost no computer time, no phone time, you know, just activity that's with each other, you know. And so that reduces the stimulation. That's rest. And then we also have restoration in it where we do things like watch some video by uh, some author that we're currently into that's really speaking to us. So we're watching stuff like that. And then we talk about it. That's me and my wife, you know, and and that works really, really good. And there's a sort of awakening and a restoration that takes place there. Things like, you know, going for a walk in the woods for me is an act of restoration. Mm -hmm. Breathing, being by water act of restoration. You know, those are sort of things that that I distinguish between that and rest. Going for a long run, going for, you know, those are restorative things. Playing a game of racquetball, lifting, those are restorative things. They're good rhythms, but what I feel is that they're like contributing to the energy of the day as opposed to taking away from the energy of the day or just being rest, which is does not add to the energy of the day doesn't take away, but it's just that, you know, absence of any stimulation is just restful. Mm. Um, restoration does involve input of energy, but after the rest, theoretically, you do have some. And that energy that you're putting in is sort of like a priming of the pump. It's putting in something and then you get more out of it. Yeah. Right. But if you're completely exhausted, you can't put anything in. And that's the that's the points of rest that that are necessary. Uh, but you don't want to get to the point of complete exhaustion because then it's more difficult to turn around from that and to get to restoration and then get to your week. So I think it's thinking about it, what are the points at which I can go down to rest where there's nothing. Okay, a little bit of energy, put that into something restorative, mm -hmm. then get back in uh, yeah. to life. I like this going from rest to restoration, this being kind of the journey, because I don't think I saw those as separate categories. And a lot of times when I would be really tired and need rest, I was still turning to restorative activities, which when everything is fine, restorative activities are the things that enable me and empower me to do everything else. Yeah. Surfing, you know, long bike rides, you know, um, things that I really enjoy hiking, walking in the woods, like these are things that are restorative to me, but they do still require a, a certain kind of output of energy that is 
returned to me with interest when I'm in a good space, yeah. when I've rested. But I think I didn't really handle the rest piece most of my life. And I struggle with this. This rest is a thing that I struggle with. And a friend of mine, she sent me this, who's a therapist, she sent me this um, TED talk on the seven types of rest. Because I was trying to figure out why I was so exhausted, even though I was sleeping enough. I had I had done the thing where I started going to the bed at the same time every night. So I was like restoring some of my patterns. But she talked about the seven kinds of rest. So there was mental, spiritual, emotional, social, sensory, creative, and physical. So I wasn't really getting physical rest. But the one of the ones that I realized was a sensory one. So I think a lot of times when people rest, they'll do something about like veg out and watch something. But vegetation is not restoration. Mm -hmm. Vegetation is not relaxation. It's not actually removing the sensory component. Um, some people really love to go out with people and that, like hanging out with people is a restorative thing for them. They'll find after they spend time with people, they feel restorative. But for me, like sometimes the, I didn't have sometimes some social rest. Mm -hmm. So when I've had just day after day of nonstop people and I love people, I'm usually very charged up by it. I actually realize I need some of that social rest. Mm. So when you look at this list um, and you can pull this up, I would recommend people watching the TED Talk or like pull up just an image. I had it on my phone. I would look at it every day for a few weeks of just being like, okay, mental, spiritual, emotional, social, sensory, creative, physical, and really asking myself, which rest do I need right now? And if I actually rest well, then when I res return to the restoration exercises, yeah. then the whole system is flowing so much better. So yeah. much better. Yeah. Then I have such a capacity for the for the rhythms of my life, for the output, the things that I want to see. And it's so funny, like, Sometimes I need rest creatively was on this list, like rest from the creative. But creativity is one of my restoration things. Mm. <laughs> it's very restorative to me to do creative work. Yeah. And so it's really interesting to pay attention to yourself and realizing, okay, like how do I hit this rest piece? And then how do I hit some of this restoration piece? And if I can get that thing flowing, I'm going to have so much more capacity for everything and then to return to something we were talking about in week one of this series, the quality of energy I bring. There you go. To everything is yeah, better. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because I was thinking that as you're saying that, there's even what you do with what you're doing. So even the restoration can turn into something that no longer is restoring because you're trying to kill it on the restoration. It's like, yeah. well, yeah, I'm going to do this hike. Yeah, sure. I'm going to, let me conquer this mountain and go on 13 miles, you know. <laughs> Uphill and snow both ways, you know, kind of thing. And then you come back and you're exhausted. You need rest from that, you know. Yeah. And um, yeah, this weekend, several weekends ago, we had a friend come up and work with us on creating this, uh, helping us organize the certification program material. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I'm super excited about it. And my initial thought was like, oh, yeah, we're going to hit it Friday and Saturday and we're going to kill it. We're just going to work, work, work. And then come Friday, I thought, no, actually, we'll do Friday and Saturday. We'll take it as a day and we'll just kind of chill. And fun. See what happens. Yeah. yeah. And then on Friday, we did and we cranked out a ton of work. And at about eight hours, I'm like, you know what? I need to, sh we need to 
we need to shut this down. Like we need to stop here mm. because if we keep going further, we're going to pay for it. And tomorrow our restoration is not going to be really great because we will have pushed too much. And uh, because there was a ton, it wasn't just what we did. It wasn't just the number of hours. No. It's the amount of energy that was poured into that was necessary to pour into the, the amount of work. So the, it's, it's a conscious thought. It's again, being very conscious of what is it that I'm doing? How much energy am I pouring into this? Is it necessary for me? And on that one, it was, oh, it's absolutely necessary. I have to put a lot of energy. And we did. And then come Saturday, yeah, I felt it. I was like a little tired. But then we went for a walk and we did stuff. And then, okay, I'm feeling the energy return. This is feeling good. And then come Sunday, it's like, okay, I'm not dead. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling pretty good. So I'm able to do some restorative stuff on Sunday yeah. for myself and, you know, with my family. But those are the sort of things that now is much more, it's, there's a lot more attention given to that piece. I still think that the area I need to work on is the really understanding under stimulation. Like, mm. I should say it's not even understanding that's that's not true. If I'm being truthful, it's, I understand what's necessary. It's actually executing on it. Yeah. It's so hard. Like yeah. I have such resistance to being completely like understimulated. Well, and we literally have so much technology that has been designed to be addictive. So we are resisting an addiction anytime we do sensory deprivation. You know, not having digital interaction for a few hours, it is very, very difficult. Yeah. It's actually one of the things that I like about long distance biking and surfing is because you're you not, to, I'm not yeah. on, there's no yeah. technology accessible. You can't really do it. And so there is like just a beauty in that. Yeah. Um, and I think it's really good to have those kinds of things. So understanding of what, if I left with people with anything, I would be like, understand what are the things that bring you rest so that if you have the table set for that which can bring the restoration, which then multiplies the energy and the quality of energy you have that you can bring to everything else. And being able to name that. Like if I were yes. to give you a bit of homework, I would say write down in two, two groups, two, maybe a circle, maybe a, a, you know, just a, a bullet point kind of thing, but have two categories. One is what do I know produces total rest for me that's understimulating for me? What do I know is restorative for me? What are those things that I do? And if you can know those things, then you can more easily aim your life at that. So thanks for listening, and I hope you found this helpful. I have for my own life, and I just got off a coaching call with a client where we walked through some of the things that were restful for them and restorative and it's good to kind of make that distinction and do some work around that so you can tune in a bit more to what you need. So I'd encourage you to lean into that this week. As I mentioned at the top, you can find out all the stuff we are doing at theartofgrowth.org. But for now, my friends, may you tune into your own body, heart, and mind to know what brings you rest, what helps you slow down what silences the noise and helps you recover from exhaustion, what returns you back to a good and neutral place. And may you discover those acts of restoration where you may put energy into them, but it is returned to you tenfold as a 
investment in your soul. Grace and growth, my friends. Thank you.